Hello and welcome to the All Blacks edition. Who's going to play versus Tonga? Yes, that's going to be the main topic tonight is, our, is predicting our 23 to face Tonga. But we'll also um, have a chat about something else that was in uh, the, the, the news conference that Steve Hansen gave this week. Hi, I'm Paul, the guy behind Driving Mall, your best place for your predictions and opinion. And joining me um, today is uh, Michael. How are you doing, sir? Oh, very good. It's a reasonably okay day here in Hamilton, and uh, yeah, it's nice to have a, a, a quiet day as well. So glad to be here and looking forward to chatting chatting about the All Blacks. Yeah, you've been busy, busy, busy. I've been up in Auckland looking after a sick girl. So hey, um, we. <laughs> I just realised I'm using the wrong camera. Oh dear me, that's um, not very clever of me at all. There we go, everyone. I'm now in a much clearer picture. But let's have a quick listen to Steve Hansen or a question to Steve Hansen during the um, press conference. Short about, you know, the most cynical breakdown team in world rugby. Um, yeah, just your thoughts on that and being... Oh, I haven't surprised. even given it any thought, waste of time. So no sort of apparent uh, no. requirement to carry a lot of open sides in this World Cup because well, of... Well, he thinks that's why we're carrying three open sides. That's good. Carry on thinking that. So... There we go. Um, and I think we've also had another one. Another, um, that, that led to a, uh, a, a, a title of um, Hansen hits back at Northern Hemisphere Pundit, um, which, as you just heard, you just said, it's irrelevant. It doesn't matter. I, Michael, there's an awful lot of people being tasked with writing about the Rugby World Cup at the moment. And it's all the quiet before the storm. There's just nothing to write about, is there? Or there's not enough to write about. Oh, uh, there's certainly a lot to write about. Um, if you know, if people were to, you know, to maybe look a wee bit deeper for the stories, um, you know, as as I'll mention later on in the show, there's heaps going on actually. But um, you, you know, I think uh, sometimes you have to ask those questions, and, and uh, you know, in terms of the headlines, I mean, some editors uh, quite often, you, you know, bring bring different headlines and uh, to, to what the writers actually um, envisaged, if, if that's the word. I um, So, yeah, you know, I, I guess um, Hanson played that pretty well. Um, and, you know, as always with with these, these opinion pieces, I mean, like, it, it's a very important part of the media cycle, I get that, but the All Blacks... Uh, you know, they're, they're focusing on what's important, and that is, um, you know, this week in, in Tonga and heading back up to Auckland after that and flying out to Japan, and, that, and that's what we should be talking about. Yeah, I mean, another one also is um, Schmidt hits back at uh, Pichot, um, where and the bidding quotes is irrelevant. Yes, exactly. He's just saying that something is irrelevant. It doesn't matter. Um, so, guy, yeah, I, I just think people are blowing it out just to try and get clicks at the moment um, because... Every outlet has, is, is, is basically all their generalist um, sports writers writing about rugby um, at the moment. And with basically two weeks to go, most people have, have got through their standard opinion pieces and now they're just looking for other angles and trying to um, fill out column inches. Yeah. Is, is, is my opinion. Yeah, um, there, there was another. There's quite a few questions in, in that presser that were, were interesting, sort of about you know um, the world rankings and, and also you know do do these quote unquote warm up games actually 
you know, mean anything. I, I think um, whilst a lot of people might see Tonga as a rugby world cup warm up, I, I just I get the distinct impression that that the All Blacks don't don't think that way. Um, and it's it's another test match, and as I wrote for um, for the run of sports this week, you know that they're, they're treating it with the uh, as as they would for any other test match, essentially. Well, one of the things he did say during that, and it's not, it's not a clip I've got, I was going to play, but uh, he talks uh, basically that look, different coaches are at different um, diff- different places. So, for example, Ireland losing to England recently, that was because England were all that was their third game. Ireland hadn't played a game yet. Ireland come off the back of uh, basically a fitness um, block, not a skills block, and hence they were rusty. Uh, and he's like, look, different coaches are at different stages depending on how they want to come into the Rugby World Cup. A lot of the games now, um, whilst they're, they're not irrelevant, they're, they're, they're really important, but um, but they're, they're important for, for teams to get ready for that Rugby World Cup, um, More especially the Northern Hemisphere teams that haven't come off the back of the Rugby Championship. 100%. I'm uh, really looking forward to South Africa, Japan um, this weekend. I think that's a warm-up game and a big big moment for Spark because I'll be, be live streaming that as well so um, yeah I just I think I'm really looking forward to this game this weekend and, and you know we'll obviously go through the squad later on but um, I, I think we're going to see some uh, a lot stronger a team that a lot of people would, would expect. Well um, last night we had a chat with uh, John O'Connor on the, the Hash Rugby chat we, we, we talked um, about and we went through that South African team uh, and he's like that's the first choice 23 now it might not be the exact first choice 15 we see uh, running out against the All Blacks yep. but um, there are a couple of players on the bench that could come and start or vice versa um, but, but, but basically the, the, yeah, the Springboks have chosen a first choice 23 to take on Japan now there's two reasons for that one of which we'll get into uh, that um, is similar for the All Blacks but the other reason is Japan are the only team ever, uh, so the only team in the world, to have never lost to the Springboks. Now, to be fair, they've only played one game, and that was at the last Rugby World Cup. They'd never played before, and they haven't played since. So, but they are, they're the only side with a hundred percent record against the Springboks. Um, so there is a, there's a, there's a lot on, or there's a whole bunch of pride um, on the line here for the Springboks in this game that there aren't in pretty much any other game or, or very few other games that they play uh, because. Yes, uh, that kind of record, for a country to have that kind of record against them is, well, let's say it's the only one, uh, and they would not want to have lost both of their games they've ever played against Japan. So there's a bit more to it than just does that, just a warm-up game from, from that point of view as well. Um, and then, basically, the same reason as Hansen. Let's just listen to what Steve Hansen had to say about this game. Uh, well, we've got Josh up here in case Richie's not right, so we'll see how he goes. Haven't had a chance to look at him through the medical yet, so once I do that, we'll plan out the week. What do you want to gain out of this week? What's, what's the goal? Uh, first and foremost, we've got to get game time into you know, a large proportion of the squad. You know, you know, too long a gap otherwise between the last game and the first game at the World Cup, so this will create a two-week window, which is acceptable. So, guys who you have in your head's chances, likes of Brian, likes of Jack? Oh, we'll wait and see. Jack's still got hamstring problems, so we'll see how he comes through the week as well. And 
won't risk anyone that's 50-50 or even 80-20. So who would you think class in injury concern territory? Richie, Jack, anyone else? So there you go. Basically, um, the similar thing or what, what the Springboks have decided, similar to, to, to what Hanson's saying here, is that a four week gap between their last game against Argentina or, or, the, New or the All Blacks game against Australia and then the, two, then the Springboks versus the All Blacks at the Rugby World Cup is too long a gap for players to, to go with, without a game. And that a two week gap is, is, is about right. We just said the Springboks have gone in with a first choice 23. Um, and Michael, I think we're going to see pretty, something pretty similar from the All Blacks, aren't we? I think as, as much as, as possible. Um, I, I, the, the midfield is going to be interesting because um, Jack Goodhue, he's running in a, a straight line decently well, but they're not happy with where he's at when it comes to stepping and, and turning and, and that. So... I would not be surprised if we don't see him. Um, and, and Sonny Bill Williams, tight calf. He spent, uh, you, you know, not all of training, but but a fair bit of the start of training, uh, doing some some fitness tests. And um, you know, a, a tight calf is not a major, um, but it depends on if he how he tracks. And then obviously you got Moana, um and that they should know by by today whether he'll be he'll be good to go. He Foster said yesterday he he got through training. He looked all right, but as Hanson said, they're they're, they're not going to take any any risks. So yeah, I think we will see as strong a team as is possible, and they'll be wanting to get you know the likes of Cotty, um, you know, on, on the field, maybe even even the Scott Barrett. Yeah, and obviously the other person that's, that isn't available is Brady Italic. He's obviously out injured as well. But but that's pretty much out, out of the out of the rugby world out of the rugby world cup thirty one. Basically, we are looking at say Brody Italic, uh, Richard Mwanga, Jack Goodhue, maybe Sonny Bill. But that's everyone else will be up up, up and available for um, for selection. That's um, that's very very true. Mm. Um, right then, so let's actually get on to who we think is going to be be selected and get our. Um, Famous now spreadsheet of uh, airplane spreadsheet up onto the um, uh, up, up on the screen. There has been one alteration that I've made to this since uh, the the last time that we talked about who was on the plane, and that is Jackson Hemapo. Unfortunately, he now has been moved to the injured list. Uh, he injured his shoulder at the weekend uh, for Manawa Two, and is now out for the rest of the season. Um, so I'm uh, so I've moved him, as I say, down to. Uh, inj the, the injured list I don't think he's going to be available for um, as, as a replacement uh, uh, an injury replacement is what I mean by that uh, if one of the locks go down by the sound thing so he looks looks like he's out unfortunately which makes those um, those locking stocks looking a little bit uh, a little bit thinner now um, yeah, in, that, in, I, in that space I, yeah I'm, I'm just trying to bring up the, the squad so just, just give me a minute. Um, but Luke Jacobson's another interesting one because, um, you know, is he is he fit to go? He's, he's sort of, um, yes, he played for for Waikato, but you know, I'll, I'll just spray up the squad pool on my emails and just keep talking for you. <laughs> Sorry, that's all good. So, um. I mean, we came into this, and if you've been listening to the show for the, the past few weeks, you'll have understood that we, we've been expecting this game to be the game where 
Josh Iwani, Brad Weber, um, Luke Jacobson, uh, all those kind of players would be getting game time. Maybe even players like Braden Enor, who, are, who we'd expect to be on that sort of injury list, Liam Coltman um, as well. But as you've just heard, that's not how we now think this squad is going to be. It's not going to be one where Liam Coltman suddenly starts, um, where yeah, and, uh, and and players like Coles or, or Tate, Corey Taylor are rested. This is going to be a first choice twenty-three, um, pretty much uh, that will turn out against the Springboks. I'm not expecting anything anything different to that. Hence, if we're talking loose prop. They said prop Moody's going to start and Angus to Arvo is going to be on the bench, um, I think. Yeah, yeah, I, I think um, Nepo Laulava's done, you know, enough, enough to get the start as well. So, so yeah, there, there's no uh, Moody, Laulava, the start. And, and um, you know, it's interesting, no way, because we're, like, if you're not going to put um, Tawanga Fassi on, on the field, um, against Tonga, you know, potentially you you put him in against South Africa, and and do they want to have a look at, at him before before that game as well? So, and, and Molly, who's um, never started a, a test match, I, I believe. So potentially you never know. Do they want to see him in that role? Well, as I say, I, I um, my answer is no. This is what 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 we're going to see is is. Is, is, is first choice lineup. So, um, looking at the Bledisloe Cup one, um, we are looking at uh, um, uh, Angus Taavo and Offa Toang Fassi on the on the bench, same as Bledisloe Cup. Um, and Atu Molly misses out um, from this game as he's not going to play. He's probably not going to play against the Springboks. Potentially, mm. um, hookers. I say um, again, same again as Bledisloe as the Bledisloe yeah. Cup choices. Dane Coles starting with Cody Taylor on the bench is, 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 is what I fully expect to happen. Um, Liam Coltman um, gets, misses out. And you've got to say, Liam Coltman has had very little rugby now um, for a while. So a bit of a concern, I guess, and also Ashley Molly, as you said. Uh, but they'll be getting their game time against Italy and Namibia and Canada. Um, yeah, yeah, they will. Um, and, and I guess, like, I, I you know, whilst it's likely they are going to name a, a strong side. And, and yes, Coleman will get game time against against those other teams at the World Cup. But, you know, it's a similar thing to Brad Weber here. Um, they, they're doing very well in training. Um, you know, I mean, as much as we're going to talk about this has to be the strongest side, yeah, but is it worth giving Coltman a go off the bench because we know we know what we're going to get out of Coles. We know what we're going to get out of Taylor. We don't know what we're going to get out of Coltman. We know what we're going to get out of Coles. We know what we're going to get out of Taylor when they play back-to-back week-to-week. We don't necessarily know what we're going to get if they have a month off. And this is this 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 this, this is Hanson's point. Uh, his play, he, he can't go into the most important... The, well, yeah, the, well, the only important group game of the Rugby World Cup, um, the, the the other three, they're going to win whatever happens and whatever game time they give people. So it's all about that South Africa game, and he has, and and that's all he's thinking about. I think when he's selecting this twenty-three. 
Yeah, but I mean, Dane Colston played rugby for how long? And then he basically came straight into the All Blacks and was selected. So we know that that he could do that. So um, whether Hanson wants that or not, you know, you gotta you gotta make the case like about Coltman. I I think, yeah. Move on. <laughs> no, that's all. Cause we're we're going to have this uh, in every single position all the way down. Oh I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> basic. Yes, I would have played Coltman more in the uh, in the in the in the five rugby World Cup warm up games I've got. If this game was always going to be the match day twenty three, then I would have played him um, at least off the bench in one of those Blazers Cup games. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm yeah I'm amazed how how little time they have they 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 they've, they've given him um, in 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 that role. Coming down to the locks, um, there's only three of them, so all three are going to picked, um, and we've got to say White Lock and and Barrett will start. The the only option is maybe White Lock on the bench to give him because he's but Scott Barrett has has had a few weeks off already, so he'll definitely start. Um, I would say. Uh, but so, but yeah, I, I would expect him to start alongside Whitelock. Yep, yep. I I would say um, again, if you want stronger side, yep. But I would I would advocate for Tui Pilotu and Barrett to start this game, um, and potentially Whitelock misses out. Luke Jacobson can come in and play in in those positions, maybe. Wow, as a lock. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The, um, and I, I, again, Luke, Luke Jacobson, uh, Patrick Tupolotu, one of the things we've said is he can play off one-off games. We want to see him do it back-to-back. So I, yeah. um, I, I wouldn't mind seeing Sam Whitelock on the bench because he's had a lot of rugby um, and Patrick start. But, uh, yeah, I think all three will definitely be in the match day 23. Yeah. Would you have Barrett? Yeah, well, Barrett would, would be your starter and I would... Yeah, what I what I said before is rubbish. Actually, um, Barrett to Ripolotu to start Whitelock on the bench potentially. Yep. I'd like to see um, Whitelock in, in that bench role. Um, to, just to have a look, just have another look at what he can do off the bench. Oh, I don't think we've got any, any any problems with what he can do. Um, I think he'll do fine. Off, I think he'd, he'd do fine off the bench. He does fine in the first twenty minutes of a game. Um, so yeah, I'm not concerned about that. I, what I'm, I'm more concerned about seeing Patrick. Uh, to put put back to back games in. Um, the back row, well, Ardy at six, Sam Kane at seven, and uh, Kieran Reed at eight is clearly the the way that they're the way that the way they're looking at going as first choice, isn't it? Yeah, Reed Reed wants to play eight, and um, I I would 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 argue, you know, maybe put him at six for this game. He's going to play. But I really want to see Sevilla in that eight jersey before well, the World Cup. Okay, does it really matter what numbers on the back at the well, end of the day? Because when we when we've seen them playing together, um, Kieran Reid uh, packs down at six on attacking scrums and packs down at eight on defensive scrums. So, does it really matter what numbers on the back? So they all start then. Yes, they all start. Yeah. Um, but but I mean that's what they were doing during the Bledisloe Cup. They had Ardi Sevea was 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 it was was locking was, was packing down at eight on attacking scrums. 
Mm-hmm. Um, now, in some ways, I can see this as actually being a good idea because then you've got your two guys who are used to playing seven, used to getting quickly off the side of the scrum uh, for, for defensive piece, set pieces, uh, which is what you want. And then on attacking, you've got Ardy's, um explosiveness off the back of the off the back of the scrum that he can that he can use. So he, effectively, Kieran Reid is playing six, but he just has an eight on his back. Mm. Um, and then, whilst I would put Luke Jacobson on the bench, um, I think they'll put Matt Todd there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, Matt Todd um, did some media this week. I yeah, I, I want to see more of Matt Todd. Um, I, I'm not sure Luke Jacobson is, is quite ready yet. Um, you, you know. The, the talk is is that Luke is, is a long term captain of the All Blacks. I mean that's what that's what they're saying. Um, so you you know how much are we going to see him in this World Cup? I don't think a lot. Um, Matt Todd has deserved the selection, and he he deserves. I would say more game time than, than Jacobson. Um, we know he's a class player. We know he can change matches. So put him in there. Yeah, you know, I, I even start him. I mean, does it really matter? Like, does it really matter who starts this game in the loose forwards? I mean, we're, we're talking about the strongest team possible. It, it's a strong team no matter who you put on the park. Um, it is. Um I think he just wants the guys that will run out against the Springboks to get a run out. Now, um, yeah, maybe he'll start Todd over Kane um, or yeah. Hardy. Yeah. But, um, uh, but, but yeah, I think yeah, Luke Jacobson is the one that's going to be wearing the suit on the weekend rather than the training, training kit. Yeah. Um, I, my only concern around Matt Todd, and it's, de- it's definitely not his play, is the fact that, and I, and I know that John O'Connor tells me that Hardy Severe is not a seven, he's an eight. But you've got three players who are used to playing with seven on their backs. Um, and, uh, yeah, no players who are used to playing with six on the back in, 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 that, in that match day 23. And that's my... Uh, yeah, Matt Todd a, done a fantastic work as an understudy for, for Kieran Reid um, and now as an understudy for Sam Kane and Ardy Surveyor. Um, but, yeah, that's my, that's, that, that, that's my only comment about him, really. Yeah, I think um, what they like about Jacobson the most is his size. I mean, he is he is a big guy, um, and and exactly what you want long term in that six jersey. And this is why I agree about Savia, and it's why the numbers matter because he is an eight. I totally agree with John. Um, he's got the speed, he's got the agility, well over what a Jacobson has. Jacobson has the power, and yep, Adi Savio has power too. But I, I, I just, I don't buy into this this argument that the numbers don't matter because they do. And and you know, I want to see Savio at eight this weekend because if you don't do it, we now you going to do it. Well, after a World Cup, once Kieran has left, um, but um, <laughs> yeah, you're not doing it for this year. Okay. Uh, is, is basically as, 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 as far as I can see. Um, you might do it for a, a Namibia game um, or, or a Canada 
but that'll be about it. Scrum half, Aaron Smith and TJ Perinara, in that order. Um, we both think that Brad Weber should not be get, should not be going to every World Cup with one cap under his in, in his in, to his name. He should be he should have had way he should have had at least three or four goes uh, during these five warm up games. But they haven't given that to him, um, and it baffles me why when you know exactly what you're going to get from age from Aaron Smith and TJ Perinara. They're both what they're both well over fifty caps. Whatever, I have no idea what their caps cap numbers are, but it's it's a lot. They've got the experience. We know what they do. They've done it day in day out. Why they haven't given Brad Weber some more time and experience at this level uh, just baffles me. Every reason to to ponder if he plays this weekend. Every reason. Um, you know, with the All Blacks. We, we've talked about this all year, you, you know, like if they were going to attack three halves or halfbacks or they weren't, I think if they were going to attack three, they were going to attack three first fives. Um, so, yeah, I, I would say we'll, we'll see Smith and Perinara, but uh, again, um, like there's so much logic in, in playing Brad Weber because he needs that game time. He, you know, he's going to go into the World Cup absolutely cold. Similar, similar to the next position we're talking about, Joshua. You know, we'll get into the the first fives. I mean, yeah, I I don't know. I think we're going to see some surprises t- tomorrow, and, and I'm always I'm always wrong about it. So, <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll keep I'll keep pegging you on about, but you know, we were. I think yeah, he should he should play. Um, he should play. He should get some more game time. Um, I, I'll be honest, I don't think he will. And I think Joshuani only gets game time if Rich Moanga is not fit. Yep. Um, so R- R- Rich Moanga will start in that ten jersey, and Bowden Barrett will be in fifteen. Do you think that? There is merit in playing Josh Nuani because if you don't, someone goes down the World Cup. Be, you know, God forbid it happens. But what if Barrett goes down the World Cup? What if Mwanga goes down the World Cup? Who do you bring in? Josh Nuani, who hasn't played a Test match. Oh, I think there's definitely uh, merit in playing Josh Nuani. I think there's, there's merit in playing Brad Webber. I think there's merit in playing. Braden Enor in this game. Um, probably, maybe not so much Amua, um, and definitely Atu Molly. I think there's definitely there's, there's merit in playing all these players and using this as a uh, a bit like the not 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 quite as much as the Japan test last year, yep. but pretty much yeah. I, I would rest my starting fifteen for this game. That's what yeah, I would have done. And I mean, out of all those names that you just mentioned, Yuan is the only one in camp, and and I'm not. I, I'm not sold that that's just because of of Moana. Um, you know, we'll, we'll know tomorrow. But um, yeah. Okay, so you think so? If if Moana is 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 not included, and they say right, we're not we're not risking anyone who's 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 um, who, who's yep. eighty twenty. Let's be honest, Rich Moana is probably eighty twenty. So hence yep. he's not risked. Yep. Then Barrett starts at uh, at ten, and Josh I on think- the bench. Yep, I think Barrett starts at 10 and, and Josh 
um, players on on the bench, and Ben Smith will start the fullback. All wing with Jordy Barrett, a combination with Jordy. The um, yeah, I'm sorry, just fixing my um. I'm ruining your show, Paul. I'm so sorry. Sorry. I'm ruining your show. I don't, 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 no, not at all. Not at all. This, 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 this is all, all, this all, all part of it. Um, so we're saying, yeah, we're saying Richard Ranger yeah, is, 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 is an 80-20. We're saying that Jack Goodhue is an 80-20. They both miss this game. Yeah. Ryan Crotty has to play. The only question is, does he start in 12 or 13? 13, I think, with, with Sandy Bull. With uh, Antoinette Brown on the bench. Uh, well, I mean, it depends on how bad, obviously, that, that calf is for Sonny, but when, again, they won't risk it. But, um, but yeah, I think Crotty plays, and, uh, you know, who else have you got? You've, you've got Leonard Brown, so... Yep. Yep. And that leaves us with the back three. Now, the back three, to me, is the one that has the most... Uh, that, that, that's the least settled, essentially, is yeah. what it comes down to. Um, so, the which way are you going? Uh, on, so, so left wing, Rico Iwani or George Bridge? Rico Iwani. The um, you think he did enough for the for the for Auckland at the weekend? He's got enough money and it, enough uh, runs on the board. I don't think it matters what what he did or didn't do for 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 Auckland. I mean, this guy uh, he has been so good for the All Blacks the last few years, and, and it's the exact same reason I I talk about Ben Smith. It, you know, we, we're forgetting what what has happened before. Um, you, you know, I. The only thing that worries me about Rico Yuani is injury, and, and nobody's talking about this. And you know, when you see this guy walk, um, he he doesn't look he doesn't look good. He it's a bit of a hobble. It might just be the way way he walks. When he runs, he looks fine, but walking it doesn't look so flash. So, um, but yeah, if he's fit, play him, play him at eleven. Okay. At 14, then, who do you think they're going to play? Uh, I'll ask you. Who, 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 <laughs> who, who do you think they'll play? Um, I think there's a pretty big chance that George Briggs will start on the left wing, to be honest, actually. Um, sorry, um, the right wing? Sorry? Right wing. No, no, I think it's good. I, I, I'm, I'm not convinced that, uh, that that Rico will start. Yeah. So I, I think there's a good chance George Briggs will start there. Um, the... I think they're more likely to go with Ben Smith and Geordie Barrett rather than Sevu Reese. Mm. Um, is how I think they're going to go. Yeah. So so we so it, it, totally. I mean I mean that could happen as well. Where where does Ben Smith play? Does he play fourteen or fifteen? Uh, fourteen. Yep. Yep. Right. Geordie Barrett cannot play fourteen. We saw but, that. Yeah. Um, uh, in the uh, in 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 the in Super Rugby, right? Uh, they had Chase Tiatia at fullback and Geordie on the right wing for about three three games, I think it was, uh, and then decided that look, Geordie has to play fifteen. 
Um, he may he maybe plays twelve in, in in future, which I think is what what he said he wants to do. But for now, he's an out and out fifteen. That's the only position he plays. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, I, I, you know, I said on the last show probably too much actually about Ben Smith. I, I think, um, you know, it's a no-brainer. I think he'll play this weekend. I think he'll play against South Africa. He'll play in the quarterfinal if we get there. You know, well, we will get there. But um, the the other thing that's interesting, and uh, I shouldn't say the audio of this. Aaron Smith was saying yesterday about the differences between Moanga at first. Moanga is more, he, he likes to commentate the game, you know, he, he likes to get feedback from those around him, you know, what do we want to do, what play do we want to make. Barrett, Bowden Barrett, is very much, this is what we're doing, give me the ball, or this is the play we're going to run. So, what my my question to the audience would be, I know we're pre-recording this, but what what do you want out of your team? Do you want somebody who's kind of flexible, or do you want somebody who's going to be like, nah, this is what we're doing, go do it? Well, again, it's not so much about being necessarily flexible, but it is, um, do you want someone who is who is going to be the boss, mm. or a lead, or, or 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 the leader of a group, which is what Moanga is trying to be. Moanga is trying to be more this kind of. Um, yeah, this, this group leader, whereas Bowden Barrett is very, playing very much this, this. I'm the boss. This is how we're playing, folks, um, and, uh, and and using that certainty. And I think we saw that in particular. That was a problem in Perth, wasn't it? You yeah. saw Bowden Barrett so used to being the man. That's yeah. and, and and I mean that in a, in a good way, not in a bad way. But he's used to being the guy who runs the show. Uh, and when he went back to fifteen. He came up and got told, "Okay, guys, you're a jeweled playmaker." So he came up and ran the show. When he, when he couldn't do that with the fifteen on his back, he had to be a feed into Rich Mwanga saying, "Hey, this is what I see," yeah. rather than being a guys. This is the play we're running now. And, and you know what? A, what an amazing difference a week can make because you're exactly right about Perth. Yet at either Park a week later. You know, everyone's talking about the amazing form of, of George Bridge. Yeah, he's good. Who put him into that space? Bowden Barrett. Um, you know, Bowden Barrett was sensational in, in that game. So, um, yeah, I, that that's going to be a head-scratcher because it gets back to what you were saying and what you've been saying last couple of weeks. It's about, you know, yeah, we want all our best players on the park, but is it going to be good for the team? Is it all going to gel? And I'm still not convinced that the Mawanga Barrett combination is actually working. I'm just not. It looks scratchy against the Springboks. We can forgive that. I think it was the first time. Yep. It was terrible in Perth, and it was pretty good in Eden Park. So. Where are we at on that? And I think a, a decision really needs to be made. And and the All Blacks experience, you know, I I would imagine, it is a big thing. And and that'll be a decision that the the coaches will, will ultimately make. But the leadership group, the likes of Aaron Smith, um, etc., will will have a big say in 
and I think Aaron Smith's combination with with Barrett obviously they've played so much together but not only that Per and Nara's combination with Barrett you know I, I far rather see Barrett in that 10 jersey against Tonga and through the World Cup yeah, it's one of the things that I always found to be amazing that um, when you, when um, Sapoanga was play, was was second choice um, first five eight, uh, you'd have Aaron Smith, Sapoanga, TJ Pirinara, Bowden Barrett, and then who were set combinations from Super Rugby, but then when they went to the All Blacks, they would switch them around. You're like, hang on a second, what? You've you've got these guys who are, who play train with each other day in day out. And then you play Aaron Smith with Bowden Barrett and TJ Pirinal with Sopwanga. Hang on, what's what are you doing? Um, so yeah. <laughs> it is funny how yes, that TJ and Bowden Barrett have played so much together, and yet they've still not <clears throat> partnered up when it comes to um, when it comes to the All Blacks. Mm. Um, so there we go. That's who we think will be chosen. Not necessarily who we would choose um, as our match day twenty three. Um, I say. We would give time to players like Brad Weber, Luke, um, uh, um, and uh, Liam Coltman, most definitely, and maybe even call back up some of the players who who were who are down as a kind of injured reserve list. And even though um, uh, I know that uh, Steve Hansen says he hasn't got an injured reserve list, and he's and he wants to just concentrate on his thirty-one. So, but um, but yeah, so here we go. Just quickly run through that again. Um, Moody and uh, Lua Lala. Uh, the props with Angus Taavo and Tonga Fassi to come off the bench. Coles with Taylor coming off the bench. Locks, well, the three will be White Lock, Barrett, and Tupolotu. Um, we're not sure whether White Lock will start or Tupolotu will start, but Scott Barrett, we're pretty sure, will. We're expecting this, that Ardy, Kane, Reed to be the six, seven, eight um, <coughs> with Todd off the bench. And then Aaron Smith, TJ Piranara, as they have done for, well, at least the last four years. Um, Bowden Barrett with Josh Winey on the bench because we think that Richard Moringa won't be, won't be um, risked being an 80-20 player injury-wise. And then with Sonny Bill and Ryan Crossy with Antoinette Brown on the bench. Um, and then Rico Iwani, Ben Smith and Thordy Barrett as you back three. Now, one of the joys of playing Richie, uh, Richie and Bowden is that you get a back three player on the bench this weekend you won't. Antoinette Brown can play wing if needed. Let's be honest. And Joshua Wani can also play fifteen, as he has done for uh, for the Highlanders. So both those players can cover that that back three off the bench. He's a very big name that we've missed out of this, and and a very popular name, and, and that's Seven Reese. I'm, I'm, you know, what do you think about about Reese and and why? Do, do you agree not to play him simply because of, you know, it's, it's you can't put all these players on the park or do you not think he's the finished product yet? Oh, he's not the finished product yet. The guy's only had two seasons of Super Rugby under his belt. Um, so one season of Super Rugby under his belt. He's clearly not the finished product. He will get better. Um, uh, am I not playing him because he's not good enough? No, that's not right. I'm playing him because Ben Smith, I have to have on that pitch. Yep. Um that's why, and now the, the the other option is to have Rico, Sevi Reese, and Ben Smith uh, as your back three. But um, I like the, the 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 long boot that Geordie um, brings, and also having someone who is rock solid under the high ball 
in that 14 jersey. Uh, yep. I like to have two guys at the back in Geordie Barrett and um, Ben Smith who are both rock solid under the high ball rather than um, just one. So that's that's why Sevy misses out is because he's not rock solid under the high ball uh, and uh, and he's not Ben Smith. Yeah, one of the talking points this week is, as well as, as you would have heard has been about like the the physicality and, and I was you know, surprised but relieved when, when Hanson said, you know, Tonga are not any more physical than, than any other team and, and that they'll be to play. And, and, I mean, what do you – how much of – my question is, how, how much uh, caution are they going to take given the physical challenge that this match is going to be? Because I'm not – I'm just not convinced that – they're not gonna, you know, pull a pull a few punches where they need to. You're like to your good hero, etc. So, um, I'm with Hanson on this one. With the strength and conditioning work that teams like England, Wales, uh, go through nowadays, <laughs> the Pacific Islands are, 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 are no more physical than playing those teams. Okay, mm. uh, they that they're all they're all physical. The, the amount of the, the amount of uh, yeah conditioning and, and uh, strength work that professional players can do means that the, the yeah that all games are um, are, are that uh, also you've got players like um, uh, the Vanapolo brothers playing for England to, um, uh, as well as uh, you've got um, uh, admittedly he's injured at the moment but uh, Tulipe Falatau for Wales you've got Fijian players playing for. France um, as well. So, look, let's be honest. The these the the, the South African sorry, the, the Pacific Island influence, um, the genes have spread. Uh, now, whether you agree with that or not, it doesn't uh, is is pretty much irrelevant. You've, you've got um, people of Pacific Island heritage who the same got say got the same genes, same size, etc. In those other teams, all these teams are physical now. Um, also, let's be honest. The Pacific Islands. Um, uh, the, if um, uh, the, the chiropractor, I've gone blank his actual name now, was, was was playing nowadays, he would be banned the entire time. So that kind of um, uh, for, for, for sort of uh, play and ferocity, uh, you just can't get away with at international level. The um, the referees would blow up anything that's high. Let's be yeah. honest. So that kind of stuff has gone. Uh, what it is is it's a, it's a tired um, cliche. That, um, that teams use. So, um, will it be physical? Yes. Will it be any more physical than playing South Africa? No. <laughs> um, so, from my point of view. What, what about scrum time? Because I was just thinking as you were talking, man, I'm excited for the scrums this weekend, man. I mean, uh, do, you, do you think that Tonga are going to provide a, a real physical challenge at that scrum? Because... That's another reason why I'm like, hey, why not give Artu Mali a go? Why not give Ta'avel a start? Because you're going to be whacking it and, and you, know, you know what I mean? The, I, the, the with, again, um, traditionally, your, your Pacific Islands uh, set piece um, haven't yeah. had enough time together training-wise yeah. to have a good set piece. Now, uh, one of the good things, and it's one of the things I talked about in For Your Is Only 
piece that I've just done today, a recording will go out to, it's gone out to my um, uh, supporters today, where I look at where, what are the, where, where, which, what are the top three, or where, where, which ups, where, where do I see it's most likely to get an upset at the Rugby World Cup? Mm. One of the things I talk about in that is that these teams normally have one week and then they go into test matches, be it in June or, or November. This is once every four years they get to have some time together to prepare before, before playing games. This is one of those times. World Rugby... Um, for all the fact that people say, oh, they don't support the Pacific Islands enough, one of the things they have done is making sure they have decent coaches for this Rugby World Cup. So they will have had a decent scrum coach with them. He will have had um, two months with them to sort out this scrum. Will it be the same as a, as a Springbok or an England scrum? No, it's not going to be. It's not going to be a top-level scrum. But it's going to be a decent scrum, and it's going to be one of the best scrums we've seen from Pacific Island side, because they've got the, the players playing overseas. They've had the preparation time, and they've got decent scrum coaching. Yeah, yeah, you're totally right. Um, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm really excited about the match. And, um, yeah, it's going to be interesting. I, um, one of the other things that Hanson said during that press thing was someone said, "Oh, are you going to hold anything back?" And he said, "Yes." Now. I'm how much of that is telling people, hey, there's lots of stuff we've got and playing mind games, um, and how much of that is really holding back? Now, will they hold back first phase strike moves? Yes, they will. Will there be a couple of special lineouts they hold back? Yes, there will. Um, but as Razzy Rasmussen, I think, has said um, in an interview earlier this about a month or so ago, he was like, look, we're not that intelligent. We can't just. Um, forget everything we've done with training for the past month for one game and then two weeks later make it all happen um so uh, there could also be an element there of, of Hansen playing mind games and the fact that hey this is nothing like what we're going to play play come 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 rugby world cup oh. there's only so much you can hide you're totally right and i mean at the end of the day this is a bona fide test match um you know regardless of what what some of the media want to say it, it, it is a test match, and and I think, um, like, I don't know, I, I'm not a sportsman, right? I, I just talk about it. But I would find it very hard, as you said, if I was a sportsman, to be to, to throw everything out that, that I've trained for and, and, and sort of play smoke and mirrors, you know? It's just like, I don't think it's actually as straightforward as what, as what some want to make out. So... Um, and Tonga, you know, they, I didn't actually watch the game against Fiji, they yep. played, um, but what I've heard is that they, the, the problem wasn't the, the lack of possession, it, it was, they just weren't able to get over the line, so, so credit that to Fiji, Dick Fiji, and I think, um, what the All Blacks will want to do in this game obviously, will be to dominate all the areas, dominate territory, dominate position, dominate all defence. But if Tonga can hold position and do it well, I'm not, you know, they're not going to win, okay? But it's going to be interesting. So we so similar to the conversations um, coming into this game that we had against Samoa prior to the Lions tour. Very interesting. And look what happened in that game. Samoa dominated the first 20 minutes. 
Yep. Um, and that's a Samoa team that didn't have two months' worth of preparation in the yeah, same way I that Tonga had. <laughs> <laughs> so, this, yes, this, this, I say, this is a team that's had a lot more preparation than that. Um, yeah, yeah, so it's, yeah, as I say, I, I didn't watch it either. I was, um, uh, where was I? I was we at the game somewhere. We were both at the game, I think, weren't we? Sorry? We were both at um, Waikato, weren't we? That night? I think so. Um, yeah. So, yeah, so yeah, we were both at the Waikato game there for that one, um, and it was a double header with the Farrah Palmer Cup, which is why we didn't get to see the, uh, the, 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 the Fiji Tonga game. But as you say, it sounds like they couldn't hold on to the ball. So, two areas that are going to be important to them. One, is the breakdown uh, and getting in the right number of players there to clear out and uh, and retain possession. Secondly, is going to be their kicking and making sure they just don't kick down the throats of Rico, Ben Smith and Jordy Barrett and they actually find grass or they put the ball out. Um, so those are going to be two key areas for, for Tonga this weekend. Uh, yeah, is that breakdown and, kick, and kicking. Um, and we could say that every week, to be honest, uh, about games, but... Um, but this, but yeah, this weekend more so considering how it sounds like they played last weekend. Mm. And I think yeah, another challenge will obviously be fitness for Tonga and, and be able to go, you know, what impact their bench is going to have and, and how fit they are coming in. And, and yep, they, they've had a game, they've had time together, but you know, a lot of that is, um, I would imagine, is, is high performance stuff, and, and you know, that's where. Well, it, it, in, in, in a similar way that the that uh, the All Blacks had the Rugby Championship, uh, the um, Tonga had the Pacific Nations Cup, um, where yeah. they played Japan. Yeah, and I think in the USA and Fiji, I think was that right? Anyway, I can't remember the other, the other two sides. But they got they got three games there in the Pacific Nations Cup as well. So they've had a few games uh, mm-hmm. as, as as well as uh, as well as training camps leading into this. And, and that's exactly um, why World Rugby should be um, congratulated for, like you said earlier, ensuring that there's, you know, decent coaches. I mean, Nick, I think it's Nick Cron. I mean, no, no, no shabby coach, Nick Cron. Um, you know, and, and they've managed to re- retain the likes of Ben Tamiya who has a lot of experience. Um but, you know, what is striking to me and, and what needs to be addressed is the amount of games in the World Cup cycle. Um, you know, I was watching 10, 14, something like 23 or 4, the average amount of games for an island nation versus the top-tier nations that are around 50 games in the World Cup cycle. I mean, that is what needs to be addressed. Yes, um, and also the number of home games as well is that yeah, they're never going to be able to to, to raise funds uh, to fund themselves if they can't play home games because you don't get money playing away overseas. Um, the, the gate is taken by the home side, um, unless they get home games, it's not going to get that. So uh, yes, that's that's a big part of it. Um, yes, I know. I've, I've got a spreadsheet somewhere where I've gone through and looked at the number of games uh, that uh, I think it was about four years ago now I did, I did a piece talking about the number yeah that whether uh, lo- looking at the number of games teams had going into the, into the 2015 one um, but uh, so yes I'll see if I can dig that out and put it in a, as a link below um, for people who have uh, who are watching the recording cool 
Um, any other sort of topics, Michael? Um, no, I, I think, you know, we've, what are we, 10, something, 13, 14, 15 days away, something like that from the World Cup. It's, um, it's exciting, looking forward to it. Um, you, you know, it's not exactly all blacks related, but the, the heat is about to come on, Spark Sport, and I'm, I'm really curious to see how they are going to go. Um, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm very close to to writing a piece about, you know, man, do they just throw this out and, and give it to Sky? Because there is nothing that I've seen from Spark that suggests to me that this network is going to hold up for this World Cup. There is going to be absolute um, anarchy if the network goes down in that first All Blacks game. Yep, people can watch it an hour delayed on TV1, but it's going to be a lot of anger. Also, um, the temperatures in Tokyo around about 30-odd degrees, um, and, and the All Blacks are playing all bar two of their games in that heat. Um, couple that with the, the harder turf, because a lot of these grounds are soccer stadiums. Yeah, I think um, the, the shoulder... You're going to have to watch those shoulder knocks because uh, the, the turf over there, I, I hear, is quite, quite hard. So, uh, yeah, I'm excited. and um, I've, I've talked way too much now, so I'll shut up. <laughs> Okay, so no, don't worry, not at all, because I was actually just zooming through to see if I could find um, the uh, the um, the spreadsheet I was uh, I was looking for, but um, no, it doesn't uh, doesn't look like I can uh, I, I, I can pull it up. But um, yeah, you're right. The, the number of games that these that these teams get is uh, is, is is way lower, um, and why one of the things that um, uh, and, and also, so there's crossover games against Tier One nations as well. Those are things that are really important, um, but they just don't get them. But that's a topic for another day. Um, thank you very much, Michael, for joining me. Don't forget, people, to check out um, Michael's uh, website and also um, your newsletter. Where can people sign up for your newsletter? Oh, she, Jesus! You, you, you put me on the spot. I <laughs> my my email list. I'll uh, what I'll do is I'll, I'll put a link on Twitter. I, I release a some I don't even know how to describe it. Michael's views on life um, newsletter every every week, and uh, yeah, be lucky enough to do some some media stuff for the Allbacks this week. So we'll talk a wee bit about that in the newsletter. Um, the podcast. Plus, plus you also put links into all your articles that you've written as well, which for yes. for, 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 yes. for places like, as you say, the runner sports you mentioned during the show, but you also um, uh, also on the New Zealand Herald as well. Yeah, yeah, lucky enough to be doing a bit of that for Waikato. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll make sure I, I promote that on Twitter. The, the podcast is it, it, it is still a thing. It, it's just a, it's a time thing, honestly. And uh, I don't I don't believe in making content when when you don't have the not the desire, but but you know when they're just flat on energy because you're focusing on other stuff. So yeah, access to our side will be back before the World Cup. Fantastic to hear. Um, don't forget, folks, please, um, if you have been considering uh, supporting, becoming a supporter of Driving More, uh, then please do so. Link down below uh, to patreon.com forward slash driving more. As I say, I'm putting, there'll be a piece, there's a piece out today um, looking at the most likely upsets at the Rugby World Cup. 
Um, plus, it also um, I've been going around to I've been going to over twenty uh, my ten cups, giving you um, a view that you won't get anywhere else um, about uh, with all the. Uh, that no one else is providing around all the post-match interviews, etc. Um, now, I don't, uh, I'm not getting paid by any organisation to do that. That's all coming out of uh, my own empty pocket at the moment. So please uh, do become a uh, supporter of the, of the channel so I can keep doing all that for you. And uh, with that, uh, enjoy everybody watching this weekend.